0: Part Two, Chapter Eight of Quovadis: Vadis: Tale Tale of the Time of Nero. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. the by Henrik the translated by the and Malevsky. Part Two, Chapter Eight. Nero soon wearied of Rome, regretted his return, and decided on a new visit to Achaia. He issued an edict explaining that his absence would not be a long one, and that public affairs would not suffer in any way. Accompanied by the Augustales, among whom was Vinitius, he repaired to the capital to offer sacrifices for an auspicious journey. But next day at the temple of Vesta, an event took place which changed all his plans. Nero had no belief in the gods, but he feared them, The mysterious Vesta especially filled him with such dread that in presence of the goddess and her sacred fire his hair rose on end, his teeth chattered, a shiver ran through his lips, and he fainted in the arms of Vinitius, who happened to stand behind him. They carried him out of the temple and bore him to the palatine. Though he soon recovered consciousness, he did not leave his bed all that day to the amazement of all present he announced that he had deferred his journey for that the goddess had secretly warned from undue haste an hour later it was publicly announced in rome that caesar seeing the saddened visages of his people towards whom he felt as a father to his children would remain to share their joys and their fate the mob rejoiced at this decision which assured them a continuance of the games and bread assembled in large numbers before the palatine gate and shouted loud and long in honor of divine caesar the latter pausing a moment from the game of dice with which he was amusing himself with the augustales said Yes, it was right to defer the journey. It hath been prophesied that Egypt and the Orient cannot escape from my dominion, hence I will not lose Achaea. I will order a canal to be cut through the Isthmus of Corinth, and we will erect monuments in Egypt which will make the pyramids seem childish toys. I will build a sphinx seven times larger than that which gazes at the desert, from memphis and will command that my face be put upon it succeeding ages will talk only of this monument and of me in thy verses thou hast already erected a monument not seven times merely but thrice seven times greater than the pyramid of cheops said petronius and what of my singing asked nero alas could men only raise to thee a statue like that of memnon to resound with thy voice at sunrise then indeed for all ages would the neighboring seas swarm with vessels in which crowds from all the three parts of the earth would come to hearken to thy voice alas indeed what man could do this answered nero nevertheless thou canst order a figure of thyself driving a chariot to be carved in basalt tis true i will do it that will indeed be a boon to humanity in egypt i will wed with the moon who is now a widow and be a god in fact yea and thou wilt give us stars for wives and we will form a new constellation which shall be known as the constellation of nero wed vitellius with the nile so that he breed hippopotamuses give the desert to tigellinus and let him become the king of the jackals and what shall i have asked vatinius may apis bless thee thou hast given us such magnificent games in beneventum that i can wish thee no evil make a pair of boots for the sphinx whose paws mayhap grow cold in the night dews and sandals for the colossi which line the ways leading to the temples so each may find a suitable occupation for instance domitius afer famed for his honesty will be the treasurer i rejoice o caesar when thou dreamest of egypt i am only sorry because thou hast put off thy journey your mortal eyes saw not answered nero for the goddess becomes invisible to whom she wills know that when i was in the temple of vesta she herself stood beside me and said in my ear go not as yet this unexpected thing affrighted me though i ought to be grateful for so marked a sign of the protection of the gods we were all affrighted put in tigellinus the vestal rubria fainted rubria cried nero what a snowy neck she has but she blushes at sight of thee divine caesar yes i have noticed this tis strange there is something divine in every vestal and rubria is most beautiful he pondered for a moment then he resumed tell me why is it that men fear vesta more than other gods what is the reason i myself was affrighted to-day though i am the high priest i can just remember that i was falling backward and should have struck the ground had not some one supported me who was he i answered vinitius what thou oh fierce ares why wert thou not in beneventum i was told that thou wert sick in truth thy face has changed but i heard that Croto sought to kill thee is this true yea it is he broke my arm but i succeeded in defending myself with the broken arm a barbarian helped me who was stronger than croto nero stared with amazement stronger than croto surely thou art jesting croto was the strongest of men but now the ethiopian syphax hath that honor i only tell thee caesar what mine own eyes have seen where is the pearl has he become king of Nemi? i know not caesar i have lost him from sight but thou knowest at least to what nation he belongs nay i had a broken arm and no heart for questioning seek and find him for me i will take that upon myself said tigellinus nero continued still addressing vinitius i thank thee for having supported me a fall might have broken my head once thou wert a boon companion but since thy campaign with corbulo thou hast become unsociable and i seldom see thee he paused and then resumed what of the maiden with the narrow hips whom thou didst love and whom i took from the auli for thee vinitius grew confused luckily petronius stepped in to his aid i will wager thee o lord that he has forgotten her see how confused he is ask him how many successors that maiden has had he will be unable to answer the Venetii are good soldiers but still better breeders punish him o lord invite him not to the banquet which tigellinus has promised to prepare in thy honor on the part of agrippa nay not that i trust that tigellinus will not allow us to lack for beauties how could the graces be absent where cupid is present said tigellinus spleen devours me sighed nero i have remained in rome at the bidding of the goddess but i cannot bear it i will go to antium i suffocate in these narrow streets amid these falling houses these foul alleys stenches of all sorts reach even here to my house and gardens would that an earthquake might destroy rome or that some angry god might raise it to the ground then i would show you how a city ought to be built worthy to be the head of the world and my capital caesar said tigellinus thou sayest would that some angry god might destroy the city dost thou mean this yes but what then art thou not a god nero waved his hand with a gesture of weariness we shall see what thou art preparing for us on the pond of agrippa later i will go to antium ye are small and understand not what great things i need then he closed his eyes as an indication that he needed rest the augustales withdrew petronius accompanied vinitius from the imperial presence so it appears that thou art invited to take part in our amusements bronzebeard has given up his journey but on that account he will grow madder than ever he will treat the city as though it were simply his own house seek thou distraction and oblivion in the outcome of that madness well by pluto we have conquered the whole world we have now a right to amuse ourselves thou marcus art a comely lad that is one reason why i like thee diana of ephesus couldst thou only see thy manly brow thy face in which shines the ancient blood of the quirites others look like freedmen beside thee yea were it not for her wild creed lygia would be to-day in thy house attempt no further argument with me that the christians are not enemies of life and of humanity they behaved well to thee be grateful and thou wilt but in thy place i should hate their religion and seek pleasure wherever it can be found i repeat that thou art a comely lad and rome swarms with divorces my only wonder is that this does not pain thee who says so i have long been pained by it but i am not of thy age and i have tastes which thou dost lack i love books thou carest not for them i love poetry gems and myriads of things to which thou wouldst not spare a glance i have pains in my back which thou hast not and to conclude i have found eunice and thou hast found nothing to resemble her i feel pleasure in my own home among works of art i will never make an aesthete of thee i know that in life i will find nothing above what i have already found as to thee thou art constantly expecting and seeking something should death come to thee notwithstanding thy courage and thy melancholy thou wouldst die with wonder at the thought of leaving the world i on the other hand would accept it as a necessity satisfied that there is no fruit in this world which i have not tasted i neither hurry nor lag behind i shall only strive to enjoy myself to the last the world is full of cheerful sceptics i look on the stoics as fools but stoicism at least gives fortitude to men while thy christians bring gloom into the world and gloom in life is like rain in nature knowest thou what i have learned that as an adjunct to the banquet which tigellinus is preparing temporary houses of assignation will be established on the pond of agrippa and therein will be gathered women from the first families in rome mayest thou not find there some one beautiful enough to console thee there will be virgins even making their first steps into the world as nymphs such is our roman caesardom the weather is still pleasant the south wind will warm the water yet not bring out pimples upon nude bodies and know narcissus that not one will be there to resist thee not one even though she be a vestal virgin vinitius tapped his hand with his palm like a man possessed by one thought perchance it may be my fate to meet such a woman it happened to thee among the christians but people whose symbol is a cross cannot be other than they are listen greece was beautiful and created the wisdom of the world we created power and what thinkest thou can this religion create if thou knowest explain it to me for by pollux i cannot conceive vinitius shrugged his shoulders one might think that thou fearest i may become a christian i am afraid thou hast ruined thy life if thou canst not be greece be rome possess and enjoy our very insanities have a certain sanity for at least they clothe a thought i despise bronzebeard because he is a greek mountebank if he acted the roman i would assert that he was right in his worst insanity promise me that if on thy return thou meetest a christian thou wilt stick out thy tongue at him If it be the physician Glaucus, he will not be surprised. So farewell till we meet again on the pond of Agrippa. End of part 2, chapter 8